Hello everyone and welcome back to Hashtag Grad Life where this, we are introducing a part, almost like a second holiday special from last year. And I am with my two co-hosts, Reese. Hi. And Nicole. Hello. So guys, um, winter holiday. It's uh, just about upon us now. And uh, I don't know about you, I think a lot of people are probably feeling the same, that it's probably not going to be the same as as it was last year. Definitely not. I mean, is Christmas even going to happen this year? Isn't there like almost like illegal? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, actually, I was thinking about that. So like um, back in, what was it, like 1560, no, 1660 to 1680, Christmas was actually illegal. So there was like the whole thing that everyone was super religious back then. And like England was saying that because... Christmas nowhere in the Bible it says that Jesus born like December 25th so they're like we're not allowed to celebrate Christmas so if anyone was doing anything like festive around Christmas time like getting together with friends uh exchanging presents putting up trees like binge drinking whatever uh they're like literally like they could be put in jail so it kind of feels like that again now imagine (laughs) that today Like it basically is. I feel like with COVID, it's like no Christmas anymore. <laughs> I can just imagine it just being on the news. It's going to see family dragged out of home for putting up giant tree on front garden. <laughs> <laughs> Find $10,000 for yeah. caroling. <laughs> <laughs> for caroling. Oh, yeah. It's going to make all the headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, if next year or maybe i don't know maybe this year like next year there'll be like the hallmark christmas special and they'll try and like play on like having christmas cheer when like every it's supposed to be like a secret i can see that becoming the next the next genre of, of christmas movies <laughs> the secret christmases yeah it's just gonna be like one of those yeah. movies where they have like oh. police people coming around the neighborhoods knocking each other's doors like Oh, so you're not celebrating Christmas? I'm like, no, no. You're telling everyone in the basement, like, shh, sit down. <laughs> I can already. I'm already uh, claiming the name Secret Santa. I'm gonna call Hallmark up right now and be like, "That's that's the name of the movie. That's it." <laughs> Actual Secret Santa. <laughs> like, now, when you propose that to them, is it gonna be like a cheerful movie, or is it gonna be more like a thriller where it's Christmas themed but there's so much tension? I feel as if if it's going to be a movie, it's going to be as controversial as if Die Hard is considered a Christmas movie. Mm. That's the variety that I'm going to go for when I when I when I talk about. But you, well, you know what? It's funny that you bring up Christmas movies because um, we did ask the audience before this what their favorite Christmas movie of all time, or even not even just Christmas movie, their favorite winter holiday a movie of all time is. But before I give you guys the answers. What is your favorite movie? If you only, and I don't want to say like based on the situation, I say number one all time. You'll never get bored seeing it every year. The Grinch. Okay. <laughs> now we're talking about the <laughs> new one like, or the classic. Oh, I I don't know. The classic is just so good, and it's just like I I think it's my favorite because every Christmas me and all my friends and my family everyone just like watches it like over and over like a hundred times during the Christmas season and like everyone can just quote the entire movie so it's like we can almost put it on silent at some points and just speak for them because we all know it so well but yeah my, the movie's not even that great I just think it brings good memories <laughs> yeah I would say mine is Elf Elf is a wholesome movie like the one like obviously Peter Dinklage is in it and the one scene where Buddy is in the office and like Peter Dinklage, he um, he had to do with like the the he was creating the book and he was the the author and he gets up on the table and he's like, call me an angry elf one more time. And Buddy's like, you're an angry elf. And he just oh, when he charges at Will Ferrell, hilarious. I cry every single time. It's so funny. And what about oh. you, Gavin? Oh, I think. I know when I was very, really like, I want to say very young, but I'm the kid like nine years old. But for me, it was um, Home Alone. That mm. was, the, I watched it every year. I just found it so funny that a little kid was able to outsmart. To be, and to be fair to him, they were pretty dumb criminals, but 
still using toy cars, Christmas ornaments to pretty much create a torture house for them to try genius. and break into. <laughs> Very. It's either the sign that he's going to be a genius or he's going to be a psychopath. I still haven't decided what yet. Well, I mean, most psychopaths are geniuses. Like, isn't there the statistics where it's like most psychopaths are like by like popular by percentage, it's like highest percentage is like surgeons, and then it's like lawyers. Like just like the most like smartest people are usually psychopaths. <laughs> I feel that a surgeon. There's just too much people. There's too much thought going upstairs, and eventually it just breaks them. Mm-hmm. But funny <laughs> enough, I say Home Alone though, but that was my favorite then. My favorite of all time is a Muppet's Christmas Carol. You yourself just said doesn't matter on the circumstance, like the scenario. You have to I know, I know. Movie. But you know what? <laughs> There's more of a do it as I say, not as I do. <laughs> kind of thing. But yeah, I kind of just contradict myself there. But yeah, scratch that. It's not Home Alone. It is uh, a Muppet's Christmas Carol. Sounds good. There's yeah. actually a really good new movie that came out. Actually, it's not, I don't even think it's that new, but it's just showed up on Netflix. So it's new to me. But uh, it's called Claws. I watched it the other day. It's a cartoon, but it's kind of just like how Santa Claus started. And I feel like there's like no movies out there of like, the origin of Santa Claus and like I that's so interesting I don't know how accurate it is it probably isn't but like the whole like Swedish like Dutch origins kind of in it but like it was so good it's super cute so I recommend it to everybody Claus yeah they bring a good point I don't think I've ever seen a movie where they actually try to focus on the folklore I think if it was to be made it probably would be a Swedish Dutch or probably a German based yeah. movie I think because I think if, if I think if America tried to make something they're kind of get so many facts incorrect because they want it to be theatrical they don't want it to be factual because it's not what their audience wants Mm -hmm. but yeah that's a good point though um what did the audience say (laughs) so so reese jaws is on there elf was one uh there was also um annabelle Hmm. which i actually I, i hate to admit i'd never heard of annabelle until i saw that so i wasn't sure i didn't know it was a christmas movie yeah, I never um, heard of it. So Home Alone is there as well. I think we had quite a few people to send me gifts of um, Home Alone and Elf. There was quite a few of those. Um, Love Actually. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know when I go back home, my friends, they, like, they love Love Actually at Christmas. But I don't know. It's a good movie, but I wouldn't put it on my top five, I would say. Yeah. I feel like I always forget about that one. Yeah. It's I only like remember. classic. Exactly. I only remember it when it's on TV because they always yeah. play it every year. And then I know we had brought this up, be controversial. Die Hard was actually <laughs> listed as one. So you, do you guys actually think it's a Christmas movie or you think it's just a movie that ba- happened to be based on Christmas Day? Uh, I mean, the way they made it is smart. So like, it doesn't have to be a Christmas movie. You can watch it any time of the year, but like, also having it be a Christmas movie allows people to like really watch it during the Christmas time. I don't know. <laughs> they did it in a really smart way. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those versatile ones. It's like uh, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it a Halloween movie? Or is I it- hate that movie. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that's my gonna... least favorite movie. <laughs> I can't actually put an opinion on it because I have never seen The Nightmare don't. Before Christmas. So. <laughs> watch it for the sake just to say that you've seen it. Just say we see it. Okay. It's funny Tim Burton-esque, just kind of like creepy movie, but it's been taken over by Hot Topic. So I don't know. I don't know how it was. It's so creepy. <laughs> how is this a children's movie? It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many nightmares kids probably got during Christmas after watching. <laughs> they believe a skeleton's going to come and try and steal Christmas. Well, that's yeah. like, um, is it Krampus? Krampus, yes. Krampus? The, um, it's like That's the, nightmares. the That's anti-Santa. <laughs> yeah. I've the, seen that movie. Yeah. The half demon, half goat that beats the bad children. Even yeah. Worse. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it's the folklore that if you... It's not that if you're bad, it's supposed to be you're bad, but you do something that's so terrible or wish something so terrible during Christmas that he comes to essentially punish you for it. But he doesn't punish you in particular. He punish, he makes he leaves you, but makes you suffer by let's say he's gonna kidnap your entire family and you're left all alone. So, so, 
it's pretty dull. It's like, you know, it could be easy. I could just take you, but I'm going to take actually everyone you love around you, but leave you behind. So, <laughs> it's, a, what? It's, it's a dark Christmas movie, but it's um very interesting. I just have to say. I mean, there's an audience for everything, right? Exactly. <laughs> All those psychopath surgeons. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess since you guys like to watch these movies every year, um, do you think with COVID-19, how much do you think your holidays are probably going to be impacted? I mean, uh, yeah, like, like I said at the beginning, Christmas is kind of canceled almost in a way, but I think it's just the worst part's not having to, you're not going to be able to visit like your extended family. I think that's kind of like the worst for me. Because, I mean, that's all I really do on Christmas. It's not like I really go out anywhere, especially where my parents live. It's kind of out in the boonies. So it's more just, like, getting everyone in the same house is, like, the big Christmas event at my place. But, like, I guess that's not really going to be happening because some of them, like, live in Toronto. Some of them are, yeah, don't want those guys around us. (laughs) Yeah, celebrating definitely looks different. Like, I have a very large family, and it's very deep-rooted in tradition so not being able to get together with like 30 members of my family kind of seems strange to me um even just seeing like my mom and dad um I'll probably go and see them to be quite honest just because it's Christmas and it's not like I have a social bubble or like go anywhere to do anything mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's a different vibe it's still Christmas but like I know my parents aren't putting up a tree or like they're not dead. Oh, they're not like, putting a tree up? No, they have a little um, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Like, you know, like one stick with the, with the one ornament hang mm-hmm. off. It. Yeah, that's what they put up instead. <laughs> because there's no like, there's no need to be all gaudy and like, not festive, but like just packed to the brim with Santas and baubles and tinsel and stuff. So no one's going to see it. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to see it. So it's just like, yeah. What about you, Gavin? Uh, well, my original plans were it's like my girlfriend and I were going to go fly home to my place in the UK because we do an alternating year. So last year I was with her fam- family and the year before that she was with mine. So it was my turn again. That got flown, thrown out the window <laughs> because I don't really want to travel on a plane for six and a half hours, probably having to wear two masks and a face shield and then take a test arriving, have to stay at a hotel for 24 hours, then have to travel to my family's place because they're about three and a half hours from the nearest major international airport. And then probably have to do the same thing again coming back. So it's like so much hassle and it's too many too many areas that it could just go horribly wrong. So we thought we're just going to have to, I'll just spend it again with her family this year. And then next year we'll just go back to the same order again. But you should get two Christmases of your family in that case. <laughs> two in a row. I probably will, I think, how it's going to turn out. So, but we had so many plans. We wanted to go to the Christmas markets in Europe because mm-hmm. that. There's like ones in Netherlands, Belgium, there's one in Prague. I think it's the largest in the world and they host it every year, but we were very upset when we realized that can't probably happen until maybe end of 2021 or 2022. So we definitely did put everything on hold, which was very unfortunate, but didn't really stop my parents from getting festive though. My sister pretty much demanded they put the tree up before December and my mom caved to her constant uh, requests saying, can we get the tree? Can we get the tree? Can we get the tree? So I think eventually she caved and then they got the tree down from the loft. And then I think they decorated the entire house still because, but I think there's only going to be three of them because my brother's work, he told me he's working through the holidays. So it, it's going to be a very small <laughs> Christmas for them. I bet like a lot of people that were planning to go home and like work over the holidays, I bet you that's not going to happen for a lot of people too now. Like students that are just like used to going back to their like part-time jobs back at home, like making a little bit of extra money over the holidays. I bet you that's going to be a big one that's going to affect a lot of students. Yeah. Did you guys work? Did you guys end up working much during the holidays? 
I mean, not anymore, but when I was an undergrad, I did. Like, I'd go back to, like, the bars that I'd worked at in the summer and, like, do a couple of shifts there. Not anymore. (laughs) There's no holidays, really, as a grad student. (laughs) Yeah, I kept my job through undergrad, and actually, I had had two jobs. Um, One, I got laid off for, like, Christmas because I worked at the university, and the other one was um, retail. So, obviously, you work, like, Christmas Eve, and then uh we were closed Christmas day and then I think we were open boxing day it was a mess it was total it was total chaos but yeah yeah. but you know so I was actually like looking up a bunch of fun facts before this so that I could just like bring them up randomly so get ready there's gonna be a bunch of weird fun facts but um actually (laughs) with the fact that like less people are getting together and like uh, less presence like I think they estimated that each person is like on average, obviously it's not the same for everybody, but each person's going to spend a hundred less dollars this year on Christmas presents, just because they're not seeing as many like family members and like not seeing their extended family. So I feel like that's going to really mess up like the market and like a lot of stores are probably going to really, really suffer from that. Yeah. A lot of places are, especially here in London, like there's um, the small is the new mall. So they're really pushing people to buy local and to support small businesses because obviously COVID has taken a huge hit um, for like the small businesses and the restaurants. So um, even just like buying stuff like this, this time of year, it's made me question at least like, do I really want it? Do I really need it? Like, is it, is it going to bring me joy? Like Marie Kondo. Am I buying for the sake of buying right now? Like Black Friday, I got an Apple Watch just because like that's something that like, you know, I just really wanted. I want I wanted that <laughs> that good happiness. Um, but other than that, like I and plus my birthday's really close to Christmas. So like there's no point. Like my parents say to me and my friends, they're like, Oh, what do you want for your Chris? What do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, just don't worry about it. Like I'll just <laughs> Because <laughs> your birthday was yesterday, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So, Ooh, happy belated! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but, yeah. I always find, wondered every time someone says, "Oh, my birthday is very close to Christmas," and I always think, "So how does that work? Do you get like two sessions of a lot of presents, or do you just go like, you know what, you don't get anything for your birthday, and as you said, but your Christmas is going to probably be maybe a bit more than the average person." Yeah. So my birthday. Um, it always falls during exams. Like it's always like on one of those like snow days. So no one wants to go out. No one wants to go to the bar. They're already studying. Um, but for like gifts and stuff, sometimes, um, you'll get like a bunch of like little things. And then Christmas is like the, the bigger gifts. Um, I remember the one year my mom bought me a pair of shoes and she gave me one on my birthday. And then two weeks later, It's so good. That's genius. <laughs> and I really awesome. wanted to wear the shoes because they were like nice fancy shoes, but she's like, nope, you gotta wait till Christmas. Like, <laughs> oh, that's like torture that there. So like you can look at it, but you can't touch it yet. Exactly. <laughs> just gonna start doing that, like give like my sister one pair of shoe one year for Christmas and then she'll get the other one the whole next year. <laughs> Make her wait for it. <laughs> oh, but I wanted to quickly um, show you guys some of the responses we got when we asked, again, the audience what their, how their plans for the holidays have probably been affected by COVID-19. Now, there's a, a lot of them seem to have a lot of overlap. There are some that say they are no longer traveling to their family because they have to fly to see them. So they are now spending Christmas solo. So if you are spending Christmas solo, you're listening to this, don't worry, you're not alone. And we hope that we can bring you some form of cheer any way that we can. Uh, I think one person, this probably is very grad school oriented. Yes, instead of traveling, I will be working on manuscripts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> which will probably be me for half the holiday. <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the break just so that way I can like get my stuff together. And just like without, because all of the biz- like businesses and like uh, places are closed. So it's just like, I don't, I can't, nobody talked to me for like a week. So that way I can organize all my data and organize all of my stuff. So that way I can actually do the work. <laughs> uh, yeah. I usually just, um, it's a couple of days before leading up to Christmas. I don't do anything. Then Christmas and Boxing Day, I still won't. 
but then I'll work every day until New Year's Eve, take that off. But then I don't really consider New Year's Day as like a day off kind of thing. It's usually, it used to be when I was younger, the hangover recovery day. But now I just go like, oh, well, I might as well work on something. Too mature for that now, are we? Too mature for the hangover. It's just, it's just too long. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't handle even a few beers now. I I know I'm getting old. I can't even have a few beers now without feeling The good old days when you didn't get hangovers and like you could be so productive the next day. I I, I got hangovers regardless, (laughs) but it's just, (laughs) I could tolerate them a bit more. But no, I, I feel like I'm a walking angry Darth Vader when I'm hangover. Honestly, over the Christmas season, it's just binge drink. Like, it's just like, keep going every day. That's how you never get a hangover. And then you just take like a week to recover after that. But like, just start drinking again in the morning. No yeah, hangovers. Your coffee and then in the, you know, like, have a hot toddy as you go for a walk. And then love you know, hot toddies. Am I, am I missing something? What's hot toddies? It's so hot good. Toddy. Well, uh, maybe I know what it is, but maybe I call it something different. I don't know if it's, is that a Canadian word for it? I don't know, actually, if it's Canadian. I, that's what I, that's what I call them. But the, it's just like tea and like whiskey and rye, like in a, in a nice warm cup. Of oh. Like the way I make it with my friends, it's like, we'll take uh, whiskey, water, we'll put honey in there, um, some lemon juice, uh, yeah, you can put some like tea leaves in there if you want for like, extra flavor. Uh, squeeze a little bit of orange in there too, and it's just so good. Mm-hmm. It's like hot and oh. tasty and whiskey. I, I can't imagine putting whiskey in tea. Like a fireball, like fire. Uh, you can make uh, no. No. Good. Alcohol and coffee. I'll take any day of the week. Yeah, but. <laughs> In tea, I think the British and me just cringed a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to put like it kind. It just kind of tastes like tea, but like you don't actually have to put tea in it. Like yeah. I rare, I don't normally do it, but like I have heard people do it. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I think for uh, the, the festive drink I always have with my parents because they're obsessed with it is gin. They mm. last the, uh, two years ago when we, I went back home, they had four different types of balls of gin on top of whatever they got for Christmas. And I was looking at them going like- that, Interesting like, that that's their festive drink. <laughs> yeah, they're not a big fan of, they're definitely not a big fan of eggnog, but in the UK, it's not a popular drink. It's, eggnog. I think people, they oh, literally yeah. think it is just like a, milk, a drink filled chunky eggs. But I say like, there's not really eggs in them. They just call it that. <laughs> I will never drink store-bought eggnog ever again. It's so much better when you make it homemade, like a hundred <laughs> times better. But I got a lot of coffee in Kahlua because my brother is obsessed with putting Kahlua in every holiday drink. So, and he likes making cocktails. It's like, yeah, I want this. And then he just makes it. Uh, but I think another, there was one comment I found pretty funny though. I wouldn't say funny, but I was not expecting it. it. was on saying, we are not gathering with any extended family this year due to safety precautions regarding COVID-19. In an effort to have fun over the holidays, we ordered a ping pong table. Love that. <laughs> Not the same, but hey, it's green and red, so it's kind of festive. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I love that. Make something. Yeah, I love that initiative. It's like, oh, we can't really go see family, but we're gonna have a ping pong table, so we're not bored <laughs> for the holidays. All the power to you. You want to bring joy into your life, and it's gonna be a ping pong table. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> just imagine it now if it's in like a student place. It's like in the basement. It's just in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't need to be there, but it is. <laughs> your typical student layout <laughs> just like a bed a tv and a random ping pong table <laughs> a <Yeah>. few weights bag <laughs> chairs or like no what are those um those like nest chairs like you know those like wicker ones that are like a big basket mm. people that had those and people would sleep in it like okay. That's like fancy people chairs. Like I just have like fold out like camping chairs as like my dining room chairs. <laughs> like I'm like five dollar chair cheap. Yeah. Doesn't really have it in underground. We don't really have anything very unusual. My God, a house was very. I say plain in a sense for a student house. I can't, I can't remember. We put a tree up. That's probably as close as we got. 
And uh, we always said, oh, this is probably going to be a little bit off topic, but we always, uh, in our undergrad, there was a group, friend group of mine that we always would do Secret Santa. That I think it was starting our second year of a friend group. We started doing it every year. And we'd always do it in November, start November, we did randomly out of a hat and you see who you got. And then we gave ourselves a, I think it was a 15, 20 pound limit. So they get close to 30 Canadian dollars. And we said like, now you just have to go buy something and we will exchange the, we would then go out for dinner in like the second week of December and then we'd exchange our gifts there. So I think that was like a fun thing. I do miss it doing something like that. It was like a fun little tradition we used to do. I'd always look forward to it because we'd always do it after exams. So it's something we could always look forward to leading up. So I was actually curious, like, do you guys have any like traditions? Not necessarily like that, but. My family, so I'm, my family's Russian. So our Christmas dinner is very different than like the traditional like Canadian, like turkey dinner. So we make these things called like mante in Russian. They're just like, giant dumplings that have like meat and onions and stuff in them and they're just like really really big dumplings that you steam and then there's like a lot of like russian food and that's just like our every year christmas meal or like oh and then we also play a ton of games so like we make teams and then like uh like my entire family will have like team captains and then they'll pick their team and then we'll do like 20 different games and then like the winning team gets like a big prize so we'll do like um I can't even think of like trades and like trivia and like just like blowing up balloon games and stuff like that like the twerking with the ping pong balls that you have to like twerk out <laughs> like all those like minute to win and stuff well, that's, that's my family tradition <laughs> yeah I can I echo that sentiment exactly my family is Polish so we man, Polish people were crazy. It's like, we always have like a full sit down dinner. We're not allowed to eat meat. So it's all seafood. So it's like lobster, crab, salmon, scallops, like the whole thing we have to have. And my biblical stuff might be wrong, but I think there's 12 dishes for the 12 apostles. And then you have to leave a space for God to sit at the table. And then for good luck, you have to put money in your shoe and underneath the table to bring like wealth into the family interesting yeah like it's like salad and then we have these little like again like little dumplings they're called ushka so they look like little ears and they're filled with mushrooms and we have it with borscht like the beet soup and it's like it's a it's a whole ordeal and then at the end of dinner time we do I think it's called white elephant or something like that but basically each person brings a gift Mm -hmm. and then draw a number and uh you can like either steal the gift or keep the gift But my family, because we're absolutely crazy, we've made crazy rules and there's always like gag gifts. So like the one prize was like like a Dutch oven or like tequila from Mexico. And then one of the gag gifts was like fingerless gloves that look like underwear. (laughs) And like the whole point is to like re-gift stuff. So like, because we, there's so much stuff out, like we, we have more than we could ever need. So it was just easier to re-gift a gift. And one of the gifts was like, um, like a gift wrapping set. So you literally, they wrapped the gift in the wrapping paper and the bows and the tape that was in the box. And then that got passed around for a couple of years because people are like, what am I going to do with this? Like, this is such a useless <laughs> gift. <laughs> I feel like that would be banned in my family just because everyone's so freaking competitive and my family would just take it way too far. There'd probably be fights <laughs> over gifts. <laughs> there's, fight, there's always like money involved. So like you can put like 50 bucks in and people fight for like the gift cards and the, when we did the, there was an Apple TV one year because my aunt won it in an auction. Ooh. We were all fighting over the Apple TV. But the thing with the gift was it was the Apple TV and then it came with something so asinine. like there's this ugly, ugly, ugly angel like cheese plate. <laughs> so you, ha- If you wanted the Apple TV, you had to get this really ugly plate with it. So that's how we, that's how we like get it. It's like a good gift. And then you get like a really garbage gift. And then it like works through the white elephant. I, I'd take the cheese platter if that meant <laughs> I got an Apple TV. <laughs> Seems like a good trade-off. Oh, you guys have made my family tradition sound very boring. <laughs> um, well, I think because like my 
heritage is British and then British again. So it's not very out of the extravagant, I would say. I think we did change it up a little bit. We always used to have turkey or ham. That was always our go-to meat. But I think the past two years, I don't know if they're doing it again this year since I'm not there. We had goose, which I think is more common in Europe to have goose over turkey. And I and then I was in charge of cooking. I had like been cooking Christmas dinner for like six years then. So I thought, how do you cook a goose properly? So my dad said like, oh, we got the stuff barbecue. It. <laughs> well, we didn't even stuff it. He said like, well, we got the barbecue outside. Why don't we use the barbecue instead of the oven? And then you've got more space. I'm like, oh, that could work. The first year I did that, we had a gale storm, wind storm going through Scotland. So <laughs> half of my job was running outside to make sure the coals weren't getting blown out. <laughs> My neighbors could hear me. They could probably just hear me like swearing at my barbecue going. It's kind of like this is so annoying. But we we do like to like games are a big part I think for us as well. Mainly trivia games that seems to really get the competition blood flowing. But the, it's mainly now to attend into not who can beat each other. It's like who can beat our dad because he would always used to win it. So we always thinking like all right one year he's going to slip and we're going to beat him. I can't remember who, and I can't remember which game it was, but we did eventually beat them. But it took some time to to get that. But yeah, yeah that's trivia is a good thing to to play. Like um, one of my uncles is we call him Mr. Google because he just just knows everything. Like he's just one of those people, and we always try and like find really off the wall like Christmas trivia and like Christmas questions. So like, I remember one of the questions that almost broke our family apart was what are the names of the three wise men? So they actually have, yes, they have names. So like, obviously you can't Google it came actually, there's like a Christmas game that it's almost like, um, it's not like cards against humanity, but it's like one of those trivia games, not like trivial pursuit, but like they're little cards that you can like pull and ask questions. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but those, those questions are fun. Those are like, some of them are really basic. Like what are the, what are the three main food groups that Buddy the Elf eats? Like candy, candy canes, syrup, whatever the other one was. <laughs> yeah. Just like how you looked up fun facts for the episode. I've got, I've got Christmas. <laughs> you just have them in your head at all times. Oh, that actually just reminds me, we actually do do one thing every year. Um, I don't know if it's they have it here in Canada, but in the newspaper, there's always the Christmas quiz that's always released. And it's not even, they call it the Christmas quiz, but it's not, nothing Christmassy about it. It's essentially they ask you questions about things that happened during that year. Oh, so, yeah. It's like a like wrap up of the year? Essentially, yeah, but it goes from scientific discoveries to political political events to celebrity gossip stuff so it's like anything and i always get annoyed when of course when it's my turn to answer the question i get the one thing that i have no clue about uh, something like so and so got this part but who are they who did they recently divorce it's like i have no clue <laughs> i don't have the time to follow people's lives yeah i like that though i love all those 2020 wrap-ups I think it's the, oh, is it the big fat, uh, what's it called? Big fat um, quiz of the year. Uh, I can't remember now. Or any British people watching this are probably going to skew me for life now. <laughs> <laughs> but, and uh, we also used to watch Graham Norton every like, Christmas Eve because he always had the special and he's probably, it's probably my, my number one talk show host because I don't know. I think I always laugh when I watch it because some of the others I either just cringe or I don't find them funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, wait. So we talked about what everyone's favorite parts of Christmas are. What's your least favorite part about going home for the holidays? The, the questions I get asked about my work. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the bad thing about being a grad student. There's too many questions about not even just my work, just about what's going to be next. It's like that's those are dangerous sets of questions you're asking me. <laughs> Yes, oh please God. don't ask me about next year. Uh, please don't before, ask me about. <laughs> before we each go into our own, we did actually ask the audience that. And we released a poll with their four options, though. There are there are other options, but these are the ones that we had. So we had the top one that people agreed with the most was, when are you finishing your degree? That seems to be the number one. 
question they hate getting next was what are you doing after you graduate mm. uh, after that we have don't you just have to write about your work <laughs> <laughs> and then finally it's like is grad school really that stressful oh. <laughs> And we actually got a DM. We got a DM, and then apparently someone specifically got a family member would come up to them while they're trying to enjoy the holiday, saying, "Shouldn't you be working?" Oh, <laughs> I would slap them across the face. It's so like hard. I'm. I was like, I'm gonna give you five seconds to apologize and walk away before this turns into something. Badly. Shouldn't you be working? Yeah, shouldn't you? Yeah, flip it back on them. Be like, what about you, huh? <laughs> Uncle Bob, go back to work. Uh, but that seems to what the audience seems to agree with the most, at least what we got. So, Nicole, what is it that you hate most? Or what questions do you despise the most that you're getting? Well, I, I feel like for me, it's always like, um, oh, like what happened to your ex-boyfriend or something like that? Or, oh, I see you gained some weight. <laughs> but like, I feel like my favorite thing is though, like when people ask me that, it's just you have to respond in the most ridiculous ways. That's just going to make them like question ever talking to you and then they never talk to you again like if they ask like oh so like where's your ex what happened and you're like he disappeared i'm not even sure where the body's buried and then you're just like wink and i like see what they respond <laughs> or like um i don't know like oh i see you gained some weight and you'll be like yeah my friends told me to go vegan so i ate one it's not working and it's just like <laughs> most ridiculous things that you can think of and then just like see the response but yeah i feel like always the weight gain ones the relationship ones are like oh the, when are the there going to be kids oh yeah <laughs> already too many people in this world yeah i get the same the same questions it's like oh what happened to your ex-boyfriend or oh what what do you study again and then I try and explain it to them. And like, it really strengthens my scientific communication because I'm just like, okay, here's my elevator pitch of like, this is the most basic way that I can explain it. And then I can see their eyes glaze over and it's just like, okay, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just totally evaluate my whole existence in grad school. It's fine. <laughs> you just like make things up. You're like, yeah, I'm uh, curing world hunger. Yeah, just that. <laughs> I'll throw out all of these big fancy terms and I'll be like, oh yeah, like that sounds great. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, a common one for me is always like, what are your plans for after uh, school? Yeah. And like, how is, it's like, what is it, how is it that what you're studying is gonna help you get a job afterwards? It's like, well, it's, I always have to try and explain that even if it's not the particular topic I'm studying that gets me a job, it's usually the skills that I'm using to study the topic will probably get me a job but then they always want specifics so it's like well, what job specifically are you getting it's like that's an excellent question that you can tell future me in six months because <laughs> i have no idea right now it's an open joining a cult yeah yeah oh i started a cult i started a cult because i found this rock and it spoke to me and i think it's some cthulhu's second cousin so <laughs> and uh I'm starting the, yeah, we're going to be doing a march downtown. We're going to be recruiting. <laughs> we're going to have a pizza party to really, and we're going to record TikTok so we can make sure we get the younger generation going. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's such a great way to answer questions. Like everyone just start thinking of the snarkiest responses you can think of to like family questions. <laughs> I think, even I think. As, <laughs> even something as simple as like, how are you? Like, check your watch oh it's time for me to go take my meds and scream or something and anything you can think of yeah yeah I my family i know my family asks me like gavin you could probably uh attest to this you're doing your phd my family says to me they're like oh you're doing your master's so like you're gonna go do your phd right like you're gonna be the first person in your family to do a phd and i like look at my cousin who's like a doctor <laughs> it's like <laughs> You know? Yeah, I always get that question and I never know how to respond to it. So Gavin, you have your PhD, you're going for your PhD. What did your family say when you uh, when you said that you were going for it? Um, well, they actually said something similar. I'd probably be the first member of my entire family to get a doctorate. I know my cousin's getting it, but he's been doing it for a while and I don't know if he's still going or he dropped down to a master's. It's a, it's a mystery because I don't really know. So there's exactly. a chance. You told Nettie the first. 
Yeah, oh God. That, and, then, and then I know all my friends back home are going to say like, oh, yes, who's, who's a doctor now? It's like, I swear to God, if any of you try to bring me up as a doctor on a plane when someone's dying, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> and then they're going to Why wish. can't you help him, Gavin? <laughs> it's like, that's not what the type of doctor is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but being a grad student, it's like, I think they try to be nice about the questions they ask us they don't try to do it out of spite but i think the timing is always very poor that's always when if it's a if we just had exams we're already just de-stressing or if it's about deadlines we're also very stressed about those deadlines especially if they're just after the new year mm-hmm. so they're always looming over you and then they just come up with these questions you're like oh, not in the mood <laughs> <laughs> so i you know what other one I hate, actually, now I thought about it? I hate when, like, family members come up to me and they're, like, ask me to help them set up social media accounts or, like, something like that. I hate that. Like, just do it yourself. I don't have time for this. I barely have my own social media, like, together. The IT department, that's what it is. All, yeah, my family all has Apple products and they all, like, can you help me with my iCloud? Can you help me with this? You can't help me that. And I'm just, like, I can, but... I want, I, it to <laughs> I want to spend time not looking at a screen because I spend all my days looking at a screen eight hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Your phone's not compatible with this. Uh, sorry. It's like, what do you mean not compatible? Do you mean I have to get a new one? It's like, no, you just have to upgrade. It's like, can I, oh, how do I do that? It's like, oh God. Um, Never ends. <laughs> uh, I, I'm thankful that I still have my feet sister and brother over there they could deal with all of that because i am not getting on skype to explain to my parents how to do something it's like guys you don't understand one time difference two i have stuff to do <laughs> even if i'm just lying down doing nothing that's me recovering from the stuff i just did then preparing for the stuff i still need to do <laughs> yes rest is productive it is the most important part of productivity for sure uh, but Actually, I wanted to quickly go off a, it's a question we didn't ask the audience, but I actually wanted to bring it up anyway. I think I originally wanted to ask it, but, but with timing, it wasn't possible. But I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think is the most overrated and most underrated food item? Ooh. Yeah. Of, of like a traditional like it, Christmas tra- dinner? It could be Christmas or any other holiday dinner, but just a food item that you think, we'll start with the most overrated one. Do you think that people get too hyped about it and you're like, it's not that good? <laughs> I'm thinking of like a, like a traditional Christmas dinner, like similar like to like the, or like a Thanksgiving dinner type thing. Like I would say the cranberry sauce is overrated. I don't even like it that much. But then like my favorite part of it is stuffing. I love stuffing. I wish we could <laughs> eat it all year round. <laughs> I mean, we could, but I don't know why we don't. <laughs> Are you saying stuffing is the underrated? Food item underrated, or? yeah. I think it's, I think it's really so- underrated. I almost think it's always so hyped up because every time someone talks about dinner, it's like, oh, stuffing, 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 stuffing has to be there. Well, why don't we eat it more often? Why is it so like limited to like Christmas and Thanksgiving? I, I don't know. I think we could, depending, you could do store bought ones very easily because I'm pretty sure it's just you get the box, you mix it with water, and you heat it up. But I think of homemade ones, sometimes they take some preparation to make especially for some of them. So I guess it's just like, they don't want to keep having to do that. They want to keep it special maybe for that dinner. That's the only thing I can think of. If you want, if you want Nicole, just make stuffing whenever you want. Like you have the power. Mm-hmm. Like if you want it, you got it. You put your heart on it. You got it. <laughs> you know what? Making stuffing as soon as this episode is done. <laughs> Doing it. <laughs> for like on, or overrated food items I feel as if it's like you know those Christmas cakes like you know the like the panna cotta like that take like six months to make and they're full of raisins and like candied fruit awful they are like bricks they like they're honestly if the world ended you would be able to eat these stupid cakes for eons because they just don't go bad because they're preserved totally overrated totally overrated underrated Mm. I don't know I like a lot of food (laughs) I like I like what food do you think doesn't get the recognition it deserves 
Hmm. See, I'm trying to think of like Polish food and like like Polish Christmas. Probably like probably smoked salmon. I love smoked salmon. On a bagel with some cream cheese. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, smoked salmon for sure. Like there's this one place in Toronto that my aunt gets it from. It's to die for. It's like melt in your mouth. It's so good. And I wait every year for this smoked salmon (laughs) with little like pumpernickel uh, rounds with a little bit of like capers and like dill and sour cream. Delicious. Another one that you might know, actually, uh, like the caviar, like the red caviar that you just put on like dark bread with butter. Yes. Oh, cool. So good. I've never heard of caviar on dark bread and butter. No, that's different. It might just be a very Russian thing. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's just like, family. <laughs> it's like pickled herring. Like pickled herring is a very Eastern. With the cucumbers. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I have to say one thing, Reese, panna cotta wrong it's the very good cake i can't agree no the italian me will not stand for it being dishonored like that it's right. such a good cake i i say that i only eat it at christmas but it's a reason because i want to savor that cake for that particular time it's like no you got no i, I cannot stand for that so many other better baked goods like i'll i'll fight this okay there's you got christmas oh i agree there are definitely other better baked goods but saying it's underrated i mean overrated can't agree with that okay speaking of not tasty desserts i don't find uh gingerbread cookies very tasty i think that they're like one of the worst christmas cookies i used to hate gingerbread cookies but i realized they're much better when you bake them and you eat them while they're still warm yeah when they start when they're warm they're so good but yeah when they get really cold and hard they're like it's not got the same impact the gingerbread house like type cookie like from like the dollar store that's been sitting there for like ages oh that's what you get from getting it from the dollar store (laughs) (laughs) maybe i did this to myself (laughs) you bought you're you're paying for what you get (laughs) but but for me i think the most overrated food is definitely christmas pudding what's that it's like it's like a very warm fruit cake with rum in it and it's just filled with sultans, raisins, a lot of nutmeg and cinnamon. And I think it's just, no. Everyone gets obsessed with it. You'll oh. eat a piracotta. Yes. It's the same stuff. It is not the same stuff. It is not the same shit, stuff. different piles. No, the one dessert at Christmas that beats, that trumps every other dessert is a sticky toffee pudding with vanilla ice cream. That dessert. Toffee. It's because the sticky toffee pudding you guys have in North America is not sticky toffee pudding. It's caramel pudding. It's not the same. It's you, very different. Yeah. You, if it doesn't say butterscotch sauce, it's not sticky toffee pudding. It has to say butterscotch, not caramel. That's have you the found it there. anywhere in Canada? Like similar? Not that I've been able to find. The closest I could probably get is making it myself. But that's mm-hmm. tricky because apparently the sponge you can mess up very easily. Which I did you should not send know. a recipe. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have to, try this. I'll have to try and find it again. But that's what I, I still think Christmas puddings are very overrated. I just don't, I don't see the hype in them. Underrated, a lot of people might be surprised, parsnips. 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 F, F parsnip. I am team anti-parsnip. Yes. No, 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 no. See, in the, gri- in the oven, 40 minutes with a little bit of honey or maple syrup glazed over them. Oh, nothing beats that. Nothing. I can't even pick a team. I feel like parsnips are so just like they're there. <laughs> like no, no, no. You have to give them the treatment they deserve. You can't just throw them in on their own. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys have them. All right, this is going to be one another food item. It's not overrated, underrated, but it's probably one of my favorite ones in the dish: pigs and blankets. Pigs and blankets. Like just with like a hot dog inside. Not well, preferably not hot dog, but like you get those little mini cocktail sausages. Okay, like real sausages, like not a real just like sausage. Up hot dog. Yeah, a, re- a real sausage, not like a hot dog. Okay, I-, I could do the real sausage. I find just like they remind me like of corn dogs, and there's just like sauce, like I don't know, cheap the cheapest sausage you can find with just some like dough around it. 
could drench it's, in like hot sauce or something to make it edible. <laughs> it's the Pillsbury dough with the hot dogs that you like crack open on the counter and you roll them in pigs in a blanket. Yeah. Okay. Also, we know we use pastry for hours. We use bacon. Oh, that's oh. Well, we wrap ours in bacon. We don't use dough. Okay. Ooh, speaking of things uh, wrapped in bacon, have you ever tried water chestnuts wrapped in bacon? No, but I have heard a lot of good things about them. So good. If you try dates wrapped in bacon, dates in bacon, that it, I, never you never that. would think it would work, but they work so well together. It's like it's like you can do figs as well, and like you can put cheese in the fig and then wrap it around a bacon. That's a delicious appetizer. What do you think would not taste good wrapped in bacon? I mean, you can wrap anything in bacon. People do like Oreos and bacon. So what do you think won't taste good though? Is the, the <laughs> hardest question in the world. Cucumber. <laughs> hmm. It, it, it just, it just I just don't think it would work. It's just- How would you even nice. wrap it? Would you wrap it around like the skin? <laughs> or like, would you like peel the skin and like- Oh, I, no, I'd wrap it around the skin. Okay. Yeah. And then what, just like, just already just cooked just, bacon and then, or like cook it? I don't even know. I think it'd be already, how would that work? Yeah, actually, how would that work? It doesn't like wouldn't work like, because you can't really cook a cucumber because it just falls apart into mush. It would have to be already cooked, but I'm thinking it would still taste good because it would be like salty on top of a cucumber. Like, I feel like I always like sprinkle salt on my cucumbers if I'm just eating them by themselves. So I feel like it might actually taste good. I don't know. I just can't see it. Maybe bacon's <laughs> one of those universal foods. Maybe it's just one of those one of those things, you know? <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> I wish it was something healthier. <laughs> Christmas is not winter holidays is not about being healthy. That's true. <laughs> Bulking season. Yeah. It's, it's it's chance to just eat as much food as we can and as many sweets as we can. So. I'm trying to think like when can I stop like working out and eating healthy and when can I go into the Christmas season like binge eating <laughs> time like when when do you start when does it when's the time frame start for that Ooh, as a grad student I can't afford mo it most of the time so it's <laughs> it's usually as close to Christmas as I can get before I feel when you're home <laughs> essentially yeah when I'm home <laughs> There's just something about homemade food. Like I can make the same food that my mom makes, but it just, it just tastes different. Like, yeah, I think it's the pots. Like I feel like my mom has these like ancient pots that just have like flavoring, like stuck in them, like engraved in them. They're like witch pots and like everything she makes in them just tastes amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's different. And it's like, like I, I can replicate probably almost any recipe but it's just, it's like love. And like, it's again, like pots, like it could just be like, it's just, it's just the secrets are in the pots. The secrets are in, it's just, yeah. It's a totally different vibe, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I miss homemade food. Can't wait to be home. <laughs> Making me sad. When are you guys going home? Or I guess Gavin's not, but. <laughs> well, I'm spending it with my girlfriend's family, but we, right. I'll, I'll probably be over there. They work Christmas Eve, so I might either be there the day before that or I'll just go over during the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, depending on the weather, because I have to travel about like two hours uh, to, where I, to where I go home. Um, but if it's like snowing and if there's lake effect snow, my car will not handle it. So <laughs> we'll see. But I'll probably, I like, I like going home but definitely being home for a long period of time really throws me off my game. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably go home for like the 23rd and then stay until like Christmas day and then go home and spend new year's Eve, like in my apartment, because that's just easier. <laughs> you know? Yeah. New Year's Eve is so fun though. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna be doing for New Year's Eve now. Usually it's like a big party with all my friends, but no idea what's gonna happen now. I remember what were you guys doing last New Year's Eve? Like what were you what were you doing? I know I was <laughs> I was at a house party and then the next day I I did a New Year's Day hike. 
So that was like one of the things that to like get the blood pumping and like to get rid of that hangover. And literally the next day, swear to God, I had COVID before COVID became COVID. <laughs> awful. I thought I was hungover. No, never been Patient sick. zero. I mean, yeah. there's, a, there's a chance that it did. I think it was in November. It was like COVID's birthday. That's when they yeah. first discovered the virus. So Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I had the first thing. But that New Year's Eve, though, it was it was a lit time. It was a great time. There was glitter everywhere. Lots of friends kissing, hugging, <laughs> you know. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of, sorry, Gavin, you go first and then I'll tell my story. Well, it's going to be a very sad comparison, but I think my girlfriend and I went to bed at 12.15. <laughs> We, stayed up. we stayed up until we saw the fireworks and we went like we looked at each other like bed yeah <laughs> just went to sleep i mean two years ago i think like the last picture of me from that night was at like 1205 and then after that i was asleep but not because i wanted to because i literally <laughs> just got so drunk <laughs> so that's two years ago but last year last year i made it last year i made it to like three or something but yeah also a house party yeah. but Speaking of glitter and mistletoes and stuff like that, so I absolutely hate the idea of mistletoes, but I was reading the fun fact about them. <laughs> so one, they come, the actual like full translation of mistletoe is like a German or a Dutch word, and it means like dung on a twig because trees or uh, birds would go and like eat them and then like fly around and like spread the seeds with their, in their poop and then like that's how they fertilize things but yeah it literally means like poop on a twig uh, for the full translation but then also um they're actually a symbol of like an ancient symbol of fertility so by you standing in there there all you're doing is here he or she whoever's standing in there just saying is that i'm available so like you're not there for like a cute kiss you're just prostituting yourself and saying hello everyone I am fertile and available. Please, so. please look at me underneath the dung on a stick. I'm available, please. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's also an aphrodisiac or something, the mistletoe. So just like all of it together. Just not, not, not about it. <laughs> Take it one step forward, have a plate of oysters and chocolate right next to it. Go, yeah, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> why? did you say no? <laughs> That's probably why majority of birthdays like the most popular birthday is like August, September, because everybody over the Christmas holidays has nothing better to do. And it's all booze and schmooze and fun. And that's why we have so many babies in September, August, September. Yeah. So that makes sense. That's yeah. stupid mistletoe. <laughs> Blame it on it. <laughs> I hate that thing. <laughs> No, I never really get, I don't see them very often, but I never really saw much the point of them. I might just be bitter because I never actually had a kiss under the mistletoe. Oh, <laughs> neither did I, but the whole, the whole idea of it was just like, I don't get it. Kiss under the mistletoe <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So it's all that. It's a marketing ploy. That's what it is. Yep. <laughs> what are you guys' uh, New Year's Eve um, resolutions? or new year's new year resolutions oh god i can't even speak do my thesis do my thesis <laughs> <laughs> you see the real like a, re a real <laughs> new year's resolution for me would be to defend my phd on time and yeah. i am going to i refuse to be <laughs> a year next because i hear the horror stories but if i'm going to go like more of a different resolution i want to be more fluent in French. That's my, pro I see the, the nearest resolution I'm actually going to aim for on top of trying to defend, because I don't really count that as a resolution because I'm going to do it anyway. But I want to be more fluent in French by this time next year. Hmm, so. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Nicole, what about think, you? Um, for me, I think it was, so I was talking to a friend and I think I'd want to eat more like, I, I'm not going to say I'm going to become, vegan or vegetarian because I don't think that's possible for my family <laughs> but um I'm gonna definitely try to eat less dairy less meat and everything like I already don't eat much meat like I'll eat it like 
if I'm at somebody's house and they're cooking meat, I'll eat it. But like, I won't like go to my way and like buy it myself other than sushi. Sushi's my exception. Love fish. But I think I'm going to try to start eating less like dairy and eggs and kind of see how that goes. Have you guys tried oat milk yet? Delicious. Yeah. Cashew milk. I actually really like as well. I was about to say, every time, the only time I ever go to Starbucks, I always replace regular milk with oat milk because it just tastes so much better. And I don't feel gassy afterwards. You don't feel yeah. like gassy afterwards. Yeah. And like for me, anyway, I know it could be I out in the skincare world, like eating dairy definitely like makes my skin break out. So it's like hmm. drinking milk and cheese. Oh, I love cheese. <laughs> I love cheese. I, I, That's gonna be the hardest. Cheese and eggs. I get, I get so angry. I get so angry every time I go to the cheese aisle in Canada because I think like, why are your cheese is so expensive? I could get this block of cheese for two pounds back home, and you're charging me ten dollars for a slice. Yeah. <laughs> Monsters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what about you, Reese? Well, considering this was the year of like 2020 through so many curveballs and heartaches and breakups and self-discovery and getting in shape and getting out of shape. Honestly, I think I'm going to give up on new year's resolutions because as this year has definitely shown, it doesn't, it doesn't take a new year to change. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, especially in March, we were all forced to stop and kind of reevaluate the world as it was that we knew. And I think that was enough change. (laughs) That was enough change to last for a long time. Um, But yeah, like I'm, I, I'm going to go into January, hopefully healthy. Um, I want to, I want to make small changes. Like I really don't want to hold myself to like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds or I'm going to, do a push up or like, I'm going to do all this kind of stuff. It's just, I'm just going to let it be just, we're just going to chill. We're just, we've had enough. We're just going to chill. That's what the it resolution is. resolution is as little change as possible. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good way to take, to, to view everything. Cause I think, I think a lot of people take their resolutions like way too seriously. And then they get, you know, I used to see it like, especially last year, I have to say when, gym the gym in january it just gets like twice as busy because you know that half these people here are only here because they said i'm gonna get in shape this year and then they give up in a, like two weeks because it's like oh, okay no never mind it's too, it's too much work yeah <laughs> but uh but so i think is there any is there like a last message maybe you guys want to give to the audience before we probably have to wrap up hmm. pun intended Um, I mean I feel like there's a lot of things we could talk about like Christmas presents or like what's a good way to save money as a grad student when you're getting Christmas presents that's the best gift just cash (laughs) what what gift do you want to receive or what is your what's on your Christmas list yeah I think a lot of ideas I think a lot of grad students could probably think that it doesn't really always have to be materialistic when you give a gift because some people don't like material gifts. They usually hate, because I think they just hate the fact that someone that you went out of your way to spend your money to get them something when they're probably thinking like you didn't really have to do this, that they'll probably maybe want something a bit more personal, which I think that's where someone in grad school could probably use to their advantage. I'm not saying like be a cheapskate, but I'm just saying you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars every year you can go somewhere that's probably going to be you can spend hundreds of dollars on maybe one item maybe they'll use but they might not for the rest of their life or you can get them something that'll be more personal that they'll hold on to forever so i think that could be one way to save money i'm a firm believer in a handwritten christmas card or like i'm a i'm i bake i bake a lot so like i'll give out like cookies like chocolate mm-hmm. chip you can't go wrong with like like that because not only is it heartfelt like the card obviously but like everybody loves chocolate chip cookies <laughs> <laughs> kind of like on that note of like baking things like I I find that a good way like yeah like making your own things but also like I brew my own beers so I find that like 
it ends up being really cheap for me to brew beer and then it's like a nice gift because it's like homemade you can like put your own like label on it and make it like customize it to somebody it like I think like the way so brewing right now so not even like the cheapest type of beer you can think of but like kind of like middle grade beer um I'm spending like maybe 30 cents a pint of beer like so it ends up being like pretty cheap and I can do like nice growlers so that's always a good Christmas present but I find that also like a good way to save money in your family is if your entire family wants to like save money you could just do like everybody gets like one person a mm. Christmas gift instead of like getting everybody a Christmas gift and then you could just really like get that person something really nice instead of buying like spending like six hundred dollars on your entire family and friends and like getting like everyone a, like it's like a family happy. secret Santa. Yeah, yeah. I think we're thinking of doing that with my family this year. So I'm kind of because I'm really broke. <laughs> it's gonna be good, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. So everyone listening out there, you know what? I'm gonna throw this out there. If anyone listens to this episode right now, if you have a Christmas present in mind that you think would be a great way to save money. You should DM Gradcast Radio. We'd love to hear what your thoughts on about a um, situation where a grad student can't afford hundreds of dollars to spend on Christmas, but don't want to be the person that doesn't that says, uh, "Sorry, guys, I couldn't get any gifts this year." So, yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, so, anyway, I think before, just like the Christmas holiday, it's going to. We've already getting closer and closer to the end, as it seems to be getting. So I'd like to thank everyone. This has been an episode, actually, I forgot to bring this at the beginning. This is actually episode 10 of Hashtag Grad Life. So we've made it to the big 1-0. So I think- Double digits, deserves, baby. Yeah, we're going to the double digits now. So I think we made it quite far from our first episode on imposter syndrome, which was a roller coaster. So <laughs> be sure to check that out. So yeah, I'd like to thank everyone everyone for listening and i hope everyone has a great but still safe uh winter holiday and hopefully 2021 is better than 2020 stay can't safe. get worse <laughs> <laughs> and we believe in you that's the thing we believe in all of you you can do your work you can do your master's you can do your phd you can do whatever you do whatever you got this happy holidays and from the wise words of reese passing scrap new year's resolutions they're no good